1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Jack Ramsey's Post Game Show. Danny Morang, Brandon Sprague. Blazers lose. Blazers lose 104-92. The Miami Heat ratchet up the Heat in the fourth quarter, Brandon, holding the Portland Trail Blazers to a wholesome 12 fourth quarter points. The Heat, 26. And that is your ball game as the Blazers and Heat pretty much traded punches for the first three quarters. Yeah. And then uh, the Heat said, who here is the realest? And the heat came out ahead.
2: So I'm I'm watching that first half and I'm thinking, Oh, I can't wait to talk to Danny about how I took the heat minus the nine, and I'm an idiot because Portland's probably gonna win this game. And I even text you like, Oh, great, Jimmy just got ejected. Mm -hmm. So back-to-back games of Kyle Kyle getting ejected, and now Jimmy. Can we just say before we get about the Blazer stuff? Bam out of Bayou was awesome.
1: Good. And the crazy thing was he was okay three quarters, he had twelve points oh, okay. and I think like right. seven rebounds. Like he was just like, oh, he's, he was okay. And then the fourth quarter, just good god, just Superman, s-
2: Superman on him, man. Like he was everywhere, disrupting everything that they did. They had some looks that they just point blank missed, but he just imposed <laughs> his. Uh, well, okay, yeah, I know. We'll get into it, but
1: <sighs> he, he
2: imposed his will. He imposed his will on that fourth quarter, and he he dominated him, man. He really took it to him.
1: Bam out of bio stat line tonight. 32 minutes, 20 points. You're like, oh, okay. It was an efficient 20 points. It was on 8 of 12. 4 7 from the free throw line. 11 rebounds. It's a good night. 20 and 11. Also, 5 steals, 4 assists, and 3 blocks.
2: But Zach Collins is better.
1: <sighs> you said it, not me.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I showed up late to the live watch party, but for mm. those not in there are those that are listening that were in there. Mm. I couldn't see or hear you
1: yeah so, so it it's a like little a bit tech- of a technical bug apparently that pops up with that it's uh yeah so I
2: couldn't I couldn't see you and then like I couldn't hear you and I I, I assumed you were talking to me and I'm just like this not talking back I, in to the you. back of
1: my head I'm thinking why is this asshole ignoring me
2: I would never do that <laughs> when I I threw it out there I'm like I I watch him play and specifically tonight when he plays Portland and it's it, it it gets my blood boiling like the fact that the evaluations came with what they did in that draft. And I'm watching this dude flourish into a star, an absolute stud
1: stud
2: on both ends of the court. And we're over here. Like I wish we could get a offense and defensively skilled player. Who's about six, nine athletic and a freak. Oh, you mean bam at a Bayou, Like the guy you could have picked.
1: (sighs) It's it's my, my favorite Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkinsism is bam out of the bayou, yeah, yeah. Just swamp thing, man. Like he just he just mucks up everything you are trying to do, man. Uh, the Blazers couldn't score in the fourth quarter because they sent bam out of bayou in every trap on every blitz, and he just he ruined everything. He ruined everything Portland wanted to do. It was incredible. It was just like. Yeah. Oh my God. And the Blazers, they bobbled everything. And then CJ, what he didn't bobble, he pounded into the floor. And Ugh. my God, I did not miss that. I no. did not miss that decision-making. It was, it was, I mean, people that were in the chat got my meltdown finally uh, of just actually it was right when you came in. Uh, I
2: know I missed, I could tell I missed it cause I could see the chat and it was like, boom, 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 mm. boom. And I'm like, Danny probably just said something, and I wish I could respond.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wish I heard what he said. It it was the most brain-dead possession I've just... For a guy to be in the league that long and to have three straight possessions of just... Mm -hmm. It's CJ time. It was just... it, It drove me insane. Considering the basketball that we had watched for the previous three quarters. And you have to give the Heat some credit for that. Oh, absolutely. To forcing them into that. But also, it was just... It was physically painful to watch. It's a
2: rhythm it was, thing, though, too, Danny. hmm He took them out of a rhythm.
1: Every last bit of it, and it was just... Diving off into the deep end. And you could see the frustration building in the team. Like, it was just... Uh, <sighs> let me re- re- bring it back to my zen.
2: Well, because or, Orlando... Like, Danny, Orlando... Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, Orlando sucks. Um... But you play in Orlando. CJ comes back. CJ gets his looks, gets his buckets. He's happy. They they win running away. I think that collective. What you said. They, it just you could feel the the frustration, the angst. I think it was a collective thought of, bro,
1: we we just played well together in Orlando. Have you and not been paying attention to what we've been doing?
2: <laughs> not doing what we've been doing. We've been sharing the basketball. We've been getting good looks for each other. And it was dribble, 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 turnover, dribble, 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 dribble. It's just, it's frustrating. I think it was Keeley said it in the chat the best. You know, you appreciate what CJ's done. You're ready for that next moment. You're ready for the next step.
1: You are. And like, Eric Fendel asks, is there any argument that Ant isn't already an upgrade over CJ? Potentially he could be, but, He's not CJ has eight years of getting twenty a game efficiently, guys. Like that's this. There's a reason why I don't like. I don't care for a lot of the the aesthetic a- aesthetic style of what CJ does. But to say he's not a just straight bucket, right? Is insane. Like he's. It's just he he is. And we'll talk about Ant Screw. It. We'll, we'll go into Ant and we'll kind of go through because Ant. Uh, somebody else in the chat, uh, where to go? I want to make sure I get this. Somebody said that they thought this was. Oh, uh Shelvin. I think that might have been Ant's most impressive game. Miami was super aggressive and physical, but he was able to create so much for others while scoring, plus his defense was solid. Yes. Tick, 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 tick. I was frustrated that Jimmy got tossed out. Number one, he should have been teed up a 100%. You cannot go to ref the way that he did. I am not. I would have tossed
2: him. I would have tossed him. You would have? I'm not normally the kind of guy that's, like, way overreactive. It's more the manner and the tone that he came at. Like, he looked like he was going to murder that guy. Uh, I don't think you can come at somebody like that.
1: I want to know what kind of caused that. Because that was a a lot, even for Jimmy. It might have been
2: a lot of barking. You know, barking, barking, not getting that call. And then finally finally it happens. And he's like, you mother... Like, he just went at
1: him. On that stuff, man, I, I... I want to defer and hit him with the, hey, T, go sit your ass down. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's where I want to go with that. Like, he he acted out of line. Like, there's no, but I've seen Draymond Green do the exact same thing.
2: Oh, and not get a technical. Let alone get tossed. Yeah, he, that's what pisses me off the most is like, I, I see, you know, guys that aren't even stars and they barely yap and it's like, and then Draymond is screaming and displaying some emotion every single time, and it's nothing. I just, I, I don't get it. I don't understand the way the refs view Draymond versus how they view almost anybody else, else. Yeah, it's just unbelievable.
1: And it's, it's the other thing is like it's not like Jimmy doesn't have a reputation of being a loud, barky, shit talking kind of guy too. So true. It's like I understand it was like you can't do that to the ref. I, I get that. I a hundred percent get that. But I, unless somebody's doing something violent, I am not quick to toss a guy.
2: I'm I'm with you 100%, but I think my point would be it wasn't violent in the physical form.
1: The but but psychological form.
2: He was this close to that dude. Yeah.
1: Yelling at him
2: and flexing at him, like basically calling him a piece of shit. And I, I just...
1: He might have been right.
2: I think in that moment, like it's okay to go... And I saw him do the t- the toss because I know that surprised everybody. But like, he did the T, and if you watch him close the rest, like you're out. Like get get get. Well, I'm not dealing with this right now.
1: I just I, I hate that. That's kind of like the default. I, I just uh, it, yeah, I'm it, with you. It, it bothers me. Um, what doesn't bother me? Anthony Simons, uh, just another monster game. Twenty seven points, seven assists. Just
2: came out the gates ready to go.
1: I mean. CJ pretty much dominated the ball in the first quarter ish plus, Ant mm-hmm. came out for his second shift and goes, CJ, let me show you how this is done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do what you just did, but do it in a prettier way and more efficiently. Right. And right. he just cooked. Yeah. And it didn't matter what in. He had that back and forth with Butler, where Butler posted him up, and then he came back and banged that three on him, and then he hit the pull up in front of in Bam's face, and it was just like. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. Yeah. And then he hits the floater. Then he hits the turn and fade in the, on the block with a little hezzy. And it's just... Oh, man. It's I don't know about just, you,
2: but I, I watched that, and I I thought the first half, I thought, this he's this is my nightmare. Like, not only is he playing amazingly, he is going to start stealing these wins. Because once Jimmy left, you're kind of like, okay, Bam's still there, but Bam wasn't like...
1: who's gonna Who's going to set the table for him?
2: Yeah, and they were kind of... I know Martin had a big game, but like you just didn't know who it was going to be for them. And watching it go off, we've seen it before. Like he's beating a Trey young team. Mm-hmm. I was, I was counting the win in my head. I'm like, they're going
1: to go 19 and 25, aren't they? I, 19 I, I, I said, I think in the third quarter, I'm like, they're probably going to win this game. <laughs> and it was like, you, you, you knocked on wood. Right. And I'm like, no, no, I didn't. Cause I, I want them to lose. I, I want them to lose. Like, there I said it. I said it. Damn it. Um, but this is a game that they always should have lost. Yeah. It's like, on a talent scale, when Jimmy was healthy, like, they shouldn't lose, or Miami shouldn't lose this game. Mm-hmm. Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler are perennial all-star types. Yes. As good as Ant is, has he made an all-star game? No. CJ? No. Nurk? No. Okay. <laughs> Open shut case. If we really- out there, we'd have an all-star. Oh, God. it you so much Um, but as far as it pertains to Anthony his game tonight he made mistakes but he learned from those mistakes that was the thing that I wanted to see I wanted to see how he was going to react when they threw that trap at him and then there was later in the fourth quarter they ran that trap at him again with Bam and it ended up leading to a tipped pass that Nurkic dove on the floor for they drew a foul but he strung it out and then realized, oh, I can't do that with Bam. Like, I just can't I can't be in those kind of positions. But otherwise, I thought he did a really good job of, of controlling the pace and, and and taking care of the ball. Had three turnovers on tonight. CJ had four. Covington yeah. did three. Like, as much time as Ant spent on the ball and as many double teams and traps and blitzes that he faced, I thought Ant did a really good job for a guy getting, you know, trial by fire.
2: Well, and, and you know, I think it'd be easy to go, well, first half Ant, second half Ant. You know, you can't play that game with a young player. Um, you take what you get. And I thought he was really productive. And mm-hmm. even in the second half when he wasn't getting buckets, I thought he had a couple possessions. I thought he had one possession where he'd turn the corner, got Bam on his side. I thought he got mugged. Mm-hmm. And he threw the ball and it went off the backboard. And I think Nurkic had like either a putback or yeah, a, a putback. Put it was a
1: putback dunk, yeah.
2: And I'm just like, that's a foul. How, how is that not a foul on Bam? And those are the moments I think And has got to – garner that respect from the officials but i thought what you saw late in that game was a young player that was kind of watching in real time everything that they're throwing at him in ways that he could kind of manipulate what that defensive setup was for miami i, I really like the way he played at the end i know he didn't yep. necessarily get the buckets but i thought he made the right decisions at the end
1: and that's to me the decision tree and the processes that you go through and what you take from this and what you learn from this that's the most important thing right now yeah. Uh, you know me i am not a moral victories guy my brain is turned off i don't give a damn about wins and losses right now i am wholly invested in ant and nasa's development that is yeah. where i'm at uh shout out to meth Man. just became a member for anybody else who wants to um become a member You can click join on the community page and become a member. I think $2.99 a month. That gets you access to everything that we're doing right now, which is the watch parties, uh, the guest speakers. We're going to do some uh, live Q&As. We've got some other stuff we're planning for it. Uh, But this is a good point to kind of hop in real quick and say thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. Had uh, Team Mom hopped in the chat tonight. Uh, and on the live watch party and 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 just kind of hung out and that's kind of what we want to do until the trades are made really let's this is just like come hang out let's talk about some general things some things we like things we don't like some insanity all that kind of stuff so if you want to be a part of that just click on the the community page become or join or join on the uh, youtube page uh if you can help us grow the channel click subscribe it's free we appreciate that and then like rate review subscribe
2: I, I, i think the chat
1: oh you just muted
3: are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. And you mute it again. God. <laughs>
1: there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, I'm not saying this again. Like, for the third time, I'm going to mute myself. Obviously, the, there's a chat function now, but I think the chat function during the live party is it's fun because it's like, yeah, if it's if it's just me and Danny and, and shout out to the team mom. But if it's just me and Danny, then we can do our thing. But like when we're not talking, I like looking at what people are saying and like reacting to that. And mm-hmm. the observations are great. It's some some opinions. I'm like, oh. Okay, all right. I don't know if I agree with... Like, I just I find that interesting. I love the
1: chat function of the live watch parties. And Andrew Barrett says, you may also hear Danny lose it for a split second. That's a near guarantee. <laughs> that's a near guarantee, folks. That's that's kind of... <laughs> slide that one in there. That's, that's kind of how that goes. Uh, we talked about Ant. Ant was great. Uh, I could expect him to continue to be great. He may actually just be this dude. As crazy as this is, he may be a star in the wings... And I'm I'm as an ant guy as you get, I didn't see this coming. Did not not this. He is making twenty seven and seven look routine. That is not supposed to happen to twenty two year olds who have not been in this position before. It's this is not supposed to be a thing.
2: Especially against a team like Miami. No.
1: Yeah, it's just I it's it's a lot. Um the other young guy on this team, I've seen a bunch of people ask. Uh Nas is okay. He did leave with with what sounds like a, a little bit of a knee knock. Um, Add some swelling. Uh, it's – I don't think they're too worried about it. Uh, I think the idea right now is to kind of get him some rest and, and get him to hang out, you know, get some treatment, uh, and then hopefully be ready to go against Boston. Yeah. So it doesn't sound like it's anything too serious. Well,
2: that's so. good because they're going to need him against Boston.
1: Yeah, and again – I was I was pissed when Butler got tossed because that was kind of like the challenge and opportunity for Nasir Little. And Kyle Lowry not being you know active tonight let Ant kind of run free. So the two guys I really wanted to see do some things didn't get to.
2: So let me ask you this about that. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's you could maybe look at it a different way, but you could maybe agree with me here. I, I'm almost a more inclined. Ant had a good night. I'm glad Nas is okay. Mm-hmm. I'm almost more inclined to say I wish Kyle and Jimmy played Because even if they get beat up a little bit by those dudes who are amazing players.
1: They're supposed to beat you up.
2: So, yeah, it's a valuable teaching moment. Like, there was a part of me watching Ant, I'm like, yeah, he's so good. But then I'm like, I wish Jimmy didn't get tossed because then probably see some possessions where Jimmy's going at him. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I just... I. I, I like those moments. I like seeing the big player against the up-and-coming player. I think those are pivotal moments in careers.
1: No, I am 100% with you. I wanted to see those challenges for both those guys tonight. I, I don't care about the result right away. How many times in life do you get it right the very first time? You You learn by going up against or with alongside people who do it better than you. Yeah, for sure. Kyle Lowry does the whole point guard thing better than damn near everybody. He does the whole on-ball defense thing better than everybody. He has lost a truckload of athleticism throughout his years. He's still a monster at the point of attack. Why? Because he's incredibly strong and he's incredibly smart.
2: I was going to say, smart helps a lot.
1: Yeah. So watch, feel, understand what he's trying to do to you. And the same thing with Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler made it in the NBA by being the doggest of dogs. He was a 75th rated player in the state of Texas coming out of college. Ain't nobody care who he was. And he just dogged and dogged and dogged. And that's what you want Nasir Little to look at. This is what it looks like to be at that level, to be that dude, to be yeah. a, a an alpha. I hate that whole term, but like to be an alpha on the floor. Yeah. You, you don't look at Jimmy Butler and wonder. You know. He exudes it. Maybe mm-hmm. a little too much tonight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, obviously it was too much because he got tossed from it.
1: But you want that same mentality, that same attitude to just permeate Nasir Little. Honestly, like if you're asking me if I want Nasir Little to be more uh, Jalen Brown than than Jimmy Butler, I'm going to tell you to go to hell. Yeah, I want him to be more Jimmy. Like I want him to be year Little through and through, but I want him to be more Jimmy than I want him to be Jalen.
2: Yeah, th- there's an element though. Like I- I'm with you in in what you're talking about, mm-hmm. but like if he is quiet like Jalen, I just want him to be authentic. Sure. You know, I think I think that's that above almost anything because there obviously there's levels to it. Like you got um, really good players, and then you've got the Jimmys who that kind of F you mentality Mm -hmm. in your face. It kind of can overpower, overwill other guys. But I just, I want you to be authentic. And I feel like Nas has a little bit of what Jimmy does. And he displays that from time to time. But I don't want him to force that. Like, let it just come out naturally and be comfortable in his own skin and what he's doing. Like, that's part of the swagger of what Jimmy is, right? It's not just that he's going to score a bucket and tell you F off. That's kind of who Jimmy to his nature is. And I, I love that when players are just authentic to what they are.
1: Yeah, I think there's a good – it's just kind of funny. Uh, tonight, Nasir Little was this close to getting teed up. This close early on. I think about four minutes before – four or five minutes into the game. It wasn't yeah. that far. He drove, he got hit, and he yelled, that's a f- foul! <laughs> In the middle of the floor. And he stopped, and he flexed, like eyes bulged out. He, he was mad. And then I think it was – I think it was Chauncey was like, God, back on defense because the play was still going on but i you could it was so loud and so clear you could hear nods say it and you could see how pissed he was and i was like good yes good good give in to the dark side like i want him you want the hate i want the hate i want the chip on the shoulder because this team does not have enough of that you look at every title winning team ever You've got to have a dude with the chip, and it looks like YouTube is no oh, buffering again. Damn it! Doesn't say no. Hmm. Are we back? Are we looks here? Like, Are we okay. hot? Yeah, we we're on? good now. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, YouTube was acting a little bit funny. Okay, sorry about that, guys. Um, but I just—that's what I want to see from Nasir Little. I want the, I want a little bit of, uh, I want a little bit of chip. I want a little bit of anger and it doesn't necessarily have to be so visceral. It doesn't have to be, um, endless trash talk, but like just Gerald Wallace, a guy we comp him to all the time. Gerald didn't say a damn thing. He did everything with his game. And I think Nas could be that with a little bit of bark too. And I think that's kind of. What I want to see kind of come together for him.
2: I mean, and in between a Gerald Wallace and Jimmy Butler, I'll sign up for that all day. Yeah, that's whatever <laughs> on- that is, I'm in.
1: I'll be honest, that, that'd be one of my like five favorite players of all time, if I'm being <laughs> totally honest. Like, those are two dudes that I love. <laughs> um, so, uh, overall, um, and again, fantastic night 27 points on 18 shots got up a truckload of threes he had to make up for his over five night the other night and yeah. went six of 14 from three honestly i thought he forced a couple but otherwise but what would you think of the second half
2: what would you think of his second half just curious here i thought the thought
1: playmaking was good but i thought he settled for too many um both passes and shots i thought he mm. needed to be a little bit more aggressive get downhill um there were two drives where i thought he did a really good job driving uh making the right decision. One. He was a little loose with the handle, and he lost the ball. The second one, he took the ball too deep instead of when the defense kicked out or, or when the defense collapsed to kicking out. But I right. think part of that is how good Miami's defense was was playing, how effective they were. Um, but I'm, I'm nitpicking at, at that point. Also, Ant played 38 minutes tonight. He's getting a lot of burn, man. 22-year-olds can go forever, baby. <laughs> yep. Yes, they can. Um. But, yeah, Simon's nice. Nice night. Really efficient. Uh, Nas only got to play 12 minutes because of the injury. CJ or Nurk next? Which one do you want? Let's go CJ. Okay. CJ was 10-24, to 9-24 points, 4 assists, 2 steals. Uh, I thought his first half was tremendous. Sure. His first half of basketball was tremendous. It was vintage CJ. Uh, was really making really quick decisions. Got a couple guys involved. And I thought late in the third quarter, into the fourth, I wanted to tear my hair out. Yeah. Almost every decision he made was, was seemingly the wrong one. Can
2: we get a, uh, can we get a reenactment of the live stream? R- well, if I version? do that, then I got
1: to bleep it. Cause it was a lot of bleeps.
2: Okay. Oh, right, Yeah. Let's not do that. Right.
1: Yeah. It was a lot of bleeps. Okay. All right. Um, but, There was, it was somebody in the chat had said, hey, here comes five straight possessions of C.J. McCollum uh, looking to dribble us into oblivion. And that was before it happened. And I was like, it's not going to be that many. Next possession, C.J. over-dribbled, and they got that near shot clock violation. The next possession, he over-dribbled again, and he gave a grenade to somebody. I can't remember who it was, but he gave a grenade with three seconds to go. Yeah, Uh, And then he dribbled into uh, about a 15-second dribble before he drove on three people and then got blocked and got the shot clock violation. And that was when I lost it. I was... You just bleep, 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 bleep. I'm done! (laughs) Because I just... I don't... I never wanted to watch that crap. I definitely don't want to watch it now. It's just... It is... It is throwing a wrench into the gears. Like, it, it... it's just such a stark contrast when he's not even looking to make a pass or to make a play for somebody else. And it's frustrating but when what, you see but, the unselfishness of the other guys. But what pisses me off is like where does that start because he wasn't doing that before?
2: You know, like I don't I don't I, I can't identify with this. And like obviously CJ McCollum was a pro basketball player and I'm a bum sitting in a stairway closet. Sure. But like I've never approached things like that, like where I'm one thing and then I'm completely a different thing in the same sphere. Yeah, it's just kind of, I thought that was odd. Like, I'm like, you didn't do this at all. Why are you doing this right now? Why did he do that right now? He's been in this league for a decade. Yeah. This isn't a new guy getting new minutes, getting a new look. This is an established veteran, a borderline all-star who's had big moments, and he went from, like, getting a bucket, sharing the ball to...
1: Because he was great in the first half. Spectacular.
2: Triple, 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 triple. And I'm just like, how did you... <laughs> where did that click? Why it, Why did you go to that?
1: It, the frustrating part of it is, listen, if it was Dame out in Ant two years ago, or even Ant last year, sure, because it's got to be you. Because somebody's got to generate a shot. I had to be mellow. But you understand what I'm saying. Like, yes. There's. Yeah, I know what you mean. Ant's playing better than you and has played better than you for the last three weeks. He's the best player
2: on the team right now that can wear a jersey.
1: And it's just like, you don't need to do that, dude. Like, I know you have the cachet. Like, I know you've got nine years of the bag and you are a walking bucket, but you don't have to do it that way. Yeah. That was the frustration. It was just like, you're you're not on one right now. Like, if you're, you know me, if, if you're on one-on-one, on one, and CJ's done that before, like, he is a microwave waiting to happen. If you're on one-on-one on one, and you force one or two, I'm never going to get mad at you because you, you yeah. just, like, and you almost have to beg to do, to take the extra shot sometimes. But it's just... The mindset difference that from the first half of basketball to the second half of basketball was really frustrating. It was really, really frustrating. And to an extent, the final second or the the, the second half of the fourth quarter, Yusuf Nurkic got into that same mode. And that's, I think, a good point to transition. Nurk had one of his best like three quarters of, of a game ever. I didn't really question anything he did. He was aggressive defensively. He was walling guys off at the rim, altering shots, uh, playing above the three-point line aggressively, and recovering back to Bam. Remember, we talked about Bam, uh, Brandon, had like 12 points through three quarters and really wasn't even getting the ball all that much. Like, Nurk was doing a really good job of denying him a lot of opportunities. And then I don't know what the hell happened with six, seven minutes to go like Bam clearly turned it on and the Heat turned it on. But every single decision Nurk made was seemingly the wrong awful, one.
2: Just awful.
1: After playing brilliant basketball for but, three and a half quarters.
2: Well, first of all, he turtled. Like he is the kind of player that when another dude that he's going against mm-hmm. brings it out, uh he has a tendency, like Jokic does this to him. Mm-hmm. Draymond does this to him. Bam! I thought did this to him tonight in the fourth quarter. What drives me nuts, and it, I think it sums up the era. To be honest with you, of all things we're talking about, this sums up the era. You're talking about two players that, when they play within themselves and what the team is doing, you can see it. You're like, mm-hmm. "No, that's really good. That like that's next level good." But then they go to that spurt where CJ wants to dribble for 16 seconds, or Yusuf Nurkic misses 19 putback bunnies. <laughs> Point blank, like, uh, how are you not just dunking the ball from where you're shooting? You're shooting, your hand is at the rim, just dunk it. What are you going with the layup for?
1: Three straight, smoked layups, three straight.
2: And like, I'm like, I'm, I'm balancing between what is happening, and all hey, three of us lose. lost
1: our collective. Shit. Uh, that was. Honestly, I, I, I want to try to start recording some things in, in the watch parties and just kind of throw them out there for everybody. To, who, for people who don't understand what's going on, yeah. because all three of us were giggling, laughing, screaming, yelling, hand over face, hand over eyes, falling back in the chair. That sequence of them smoking those layups was just, I couldn't believe how bad they, they, they fell apart. in that little stretch, uh, I don't know if that cost him a game or this, that, or the other, but it was just it was a microcosm of, of Yusuf Nurkic uh, tonight. And you saw what makes him so good. He had that catch on two smaller defenders. He elevated with two hands and just demolished them.
2: Yammed it, yeah.
1: And you're just like, oh, my God. White Shaq. And it's just so so dominant so assertive and it was just and but that see, was
2: here's the thing with those players though Danny it's it's not taking away the credit they deserve but I think in games like this even though we know and we've been mm-hmm. honest about them losing it's those moments at the end that stand out more because of how big the
1: moment is yes. And that's the thing. Is like this is like the the. the there's we've got people in the chat right now. Like, oh my God, he only missed four shots of the night. When you miss them, matters. When you make them, matters. And there were a couple and bunnies was, in there. And that again. was the thing. Is like we gassed it up. He had maybe his best like first three scores on both sides of the floor tonight. He was incredible. He was dialed in. He we we talked about it over and over and over and over again in the in the in the watch party. I'm like Nurk is everywhere right now. Mm-hmm. Making the right decisions everywhere. He was really good. And in yeah. the final six minutes, he crumbled. It was just, maybe he's tired. Which I mean, it
2: probably. It's a long road trip
1: could, game yeah. every other night. And he's been eating up minutes, Brandon. He's been playing 36, 38. He's playing never.
2: more minutes than he maybe ever has yeah. in Portland. And
1: it's been nuts. Absolutely nuts. With minutes, I, I didn't think he could play these minutes.
2: Bam yep. imposed his will in the fourth quarter. I mean, it's as simple as that, man. Like yeah. it's not to say he didn't have a good game. I'm just Bam is a better player and he imposed his will on
1: it. It's the talent. Yep. Um Otherwise, the Blazers bench tonight. Uh Woof. 12 total points. Woof. Mclemore had a rough night. Benny Mack was of seven. Yeah. Uh, didn't get a lot of contributions, and the uh, Dennis Smith, Ben Mclemore lineup were minus twenty two, nice. minus twenty four. They had that stretch there in the third quarter, late third, going into the fourth, where they got boat raced, absolutely boat raced.
2: Like I know that these guys played thirty six plus minutes. I kind of just got to a point where I said, you can't play this anymore.
1: Well, and here, this is where I will I will talk about it. And 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 Bob here in the chat is saying, so one possession ruined his game. No, Bob, the final oh, no, no, six no, no, minutes. No made made the night go you took such a great night and ruined it because he he was sloppy he it wasn't just that one possession he got beat back he got beat on the boards he was late getting back on possessions he didn't secure rebounds he wasn't a rim deterrent how did the heat close the game out getting out running with (laughs) bam like it was bam over and over and over again it doesn't mean he wasn't still impactful it just means in the final six minutes, he was the exact opposite of what he was for the other thirty. Yeah. Like that's that's how that goes. It was just like it's it's a frustration and this is where I think the, the not not even the angst of, of tanking comes in is that it's okay. It's all okay. Because in the end this bench and this isn't to like make them look bad or anything like that. That's why I've always said uh, hey, guys, listen, they're going to win some games, like against Washington and against Orlando. But yeah. what's going to happen is that bench unit's going to come in, and they don't have guys who can dribble, pass, and shoot. They have some guys who can dribble, some guys who can pass, and some guys who can, well, they've been, so they have a guy who can shoot. Like, that's going to hurt the most nights on teams that are relatively competent. The difference is the Magic aren't competent, and the, the other night, the Wizards weren't their normal relative competency. Yeah. Yeah. Boston, talent-wise, should handle Portland. Should. Same with Toronto. But Toronto's a younger team, and Boston has is a head case.
2: Like, and they lost to Charlotte tonight, who's an awful road team.
1: Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense. And I, I don't normally want to call people out here, but Bob says you guys make me laugh because you bitch about Nurk every game no matter what and had some shitty possession as well, and you gloss over it. Here's you, Bob, and, and everybody else that wants to kind of drive this thing home. The second Anthony Simons and the seer Little get a second goddamn contract. That's what I'll start going hard on them. I, I don't understand what's so hard to wrap your head around. Like the whole idea of like just guys who are in their second, third, fourth years. They should have bad possessions. They should make mistakes. Guys in their seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth years in the league shouldn't make those mistakes regularly. That's why the frustrations of C.J. McCollum boil over. I didn't used to get frustrated at CJ McCollum in his third year or fourth year in 2015-16, having a shitty possession. Like, that's the difference. And that's what – it's it's so different valuing what the young guys are doing right now. Ant and Nas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want them to make mistakes so that when they get to year six, year seven, year eight, they're not making the same ones. That's the difference, at least for me. Like, Is that how you look at it, Brandon?
2: Well, I mean, yeah, like, but we've highlighted when they've had bad games, or when they've struggled, or when they've had some bad moments in these matchups. I, I think for me, it's—I don't know. Like, Bob just must be a super big Yusuf Nurkic fan, and that's cool. But like, I—I I, I think you're mis, misconstruing what we're saying here. Like, I think Yusuf is—I think he played great game tonight. I do. He put together three of his but,
1: best quarters of the season. He was very good. But, but like.
2: Just like a not not a apples to apples. LeBron would have 29, 10, and 8. But if LeBron came up small in those last four minutes against Boston, what were we saying? Like there's expectations yeah. with this stuff. When you start getting those contracts, when you are start look being looked at as the third option of a three-headed monster of a franchise, the expectations get turned up. Yeah. There's there's a reason Andrew Wiggins
1: flamed out. out of Minnesota <laughs>
2: and arriving in golden state because it's like the fourth option for them so it's just like it's not a tear down of let's kill nurk and let's trash nurk and let's blame everything on Nurk. most of this is not Yusuf nurk
1: to be honest i'm most of it on cj in the final six minutes
2: it's just like our, our frustration is more of like watching what he can do and did do and then it just go completely away from that and watch mm-hmm. another player go I'm grabbing this game from you. And he was like, okay. And that's the frustration. It's not a, he's worthless. He's not good. It's just a, those are the possessions that matter immensely in these games night to night. They just do.
1: And that's, again, this isn't to throw Nurk under the bus. It's not to throw CJ under the bus. It's why I've wanted change for so many years. It's why I've wanted, like... If you don't think Miles Turner is better than Yusuf Nurkic, fine. I do. I think yeah. he he can be more impactful because he can do more things that are, are more important for the Blazers. But I want to see what that different framework looks like. I yes. want to see what those expectations look like when things change. And it's Yusuf Nurkic is a good player. He's a really good player. Yeah, but he has very visible holes. The same thing with C.J. McCollum. I don't know what holes are going to be there in year 7, year 8, year 9 for Anthony Simons, for Nasir mm-hmm. Little. If Ant is still getting beat defensively because he's just not strong enough, I will be frustrated by that.
2: Sure, if, I mean we're going to highlight where the maybe the weaknesses are of his game. Like it's no different than Dame, right? Like yeah. Dame obviously stole the limelight out of everybody including LaMarcus But once Dame established himself, what were we saying in that first big contract with Dame? Dame doesn't play a lot of defense. Mm -hmm. Dame is not a strong defender. And that was always the argument of breaking up that backcourt. It was like, you have two dudes who do not legit defend. It just crushes what your team's doing if you don't have those other pieces behind them to help and be better. And they did it for a lot of years. So it's like, there is criticism with every player, really. It's not like we're just choosing to not ever say anything negative about all. And we're just, you know, choosing to single out Nurk. It's it's more just like this is kind of the nature of that
1: beast. This With, with those those price points come expectations. And, and Alkazia brings up a really good point. Remember, um, Dame, Ant, and CJ, they all kind of, they've mentioned this over the last couple of years uh, working with Beckner. Um, I should say Damon and Ant. Uh, but remember dame when he struggled last year talked about the tape not good enough nge not good enough not good yep. enough that's what this is if yusuf nurkic was greg brown you know what i'd be doing Ah, well young guy missed the putback dunk so
2: or well, hey he went to watch bam take a game over maybe he'll he'll kind of watch that and
1: mm-hmm. learn from that moment and the difference is yusuf nurkic has seen this he's done this he's been to those spots he should know better. And you expect him to not wilt in those circumstances. He kind of wilted in the final six minutes after having a tremendous game. Both things can exist. That's the thing. It's. That's that's the issue that that's at hand. It's just that's why I think they need to make a change. Um, well, we we're talking about the bench a little bit. I I, I don't want to like cook the bench, but this is what I'm saying. <laughs> before i went sideways i don't know how you cook the bench yeah <laughs> like it's just like this is the this is how they lose these dudes weren't on rosters like yeah like ben macklemore's I, I i would be surprised if benny mack is on the team after the deadline yeah. like i think yeah. he gets moved to the package because everything I, I would like a ben Mclemore. maybe you get yourself another second round pick in return something like that um i mean i just saw Bryn forbes get flipped for a second round pick i think you could probably do the same for, for man i
2: like that move by denver
1: they needed a guard who could actually dribble, pass, and shoot. They had guards uh, who could dribble, some guards who could pass, no guards who could shoot.
2: San Antonio, we talked about this when the Blazers, but they had like a weird combination of no stars, but good players mm-hmm. that you want on your team, and Bryn Forbes is one of those.
1: And they signed Bryn Forbes as a free agent and got a second-round pick out of it. That's good business. Yep. That's good business, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, they also got Juancho Hernan Gomez, who I'm not sure is an NBA player, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, he may need to go back home into Europe. Um yeah, go he live sh- a good life. He, he's shooting eighteen percent in the NBA. That's a big.
2: God, eighteen yeah, percent. It's rough. Thanks.
1: It's rough. Just, uh... not good, Bob. Very, 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 very weird. Um, I thought Watford showed some things tonight. I've liked Watford. I've, I've, I really
2: have. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not telling you he's going to be a regular rotational player, but he's showing me a dude that. Should stick in the league for a couple of years and at least give a chance.
1: Should get a second – probably get a se- – or I shouldn't say a second contract. Should get a first real contract. He's a two-way player. Like, yeah. he should get a real NBA contract and go, okay, show me what you got. He looks like he's got tools to kind of be um,
2: – well, for a Corey Brewer-esque. But like as a guy, big. But as a big. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like kind of a – you know, a useful role player mm-hmm. who comes in to play some defense.
1: It's it's one of those things where if he's in the right place at the right time with the right team, mm-hmm. uh, having six foot eight guys that you can trust to who kind of be your small ball center yep. who are strong enough to kind of hold that down. I think the one thing he really needs to clean up is how, how well he handles the ball. And not as a passer, but he's kind of, He's kind of got stone hands. Yeah. He's fumbled the ball quite a bit early on. I don't know if that's just not anticipation or not something like that, but I honestly, and I think I'm kind of coming around on CJ Ellaby, kind of just being like a dude, like, hey. like a guy who just is a fringe NBA player, but it just kind of is.
2: I, I I haven't gone faster from, I can't believe this dude is still in the NBA today to, Hey, let's get CJ Ellaby a couple minutes here.
1: Like I don't, I don't necessarily care, like if he's on the floor. Like, and then I don't—I mean that in a good way. Like before, I was like, ah, "Why are we putting time into him?" I don't—I don't know if if that's worth. I, I I don't know if the if the if the uh, if the, the you know the the squeeze is worth the juice here. You know, it's not like, ah. but he's kind of been—you you can kind of trust that he's gonna make the mostly right decision. Yeah, which I didn't see coming this year.
2: He also gives a damn. He gives pretty good effort when he's out there. He's a motor guy,
1: 100%. The motor's turned up, 100%. Um, We're going to wrap it up here because we went way long because I went on my (laughs) longest rant of the year. Um, Sorry, and and to Bob, that wasn't like to you personally. I've just had a ton of that recently, and it's like... Well, Bob is an established nurkage guy, and that's that's okay. That's that's totally cool. Part of this is
2: going back and forth and not like attacking because Bob shares his opinions to us. It's just more like trying to explain i guess where we're coming from and mm-hmm. bob still might be like i don't agree with any of what you just said that's fine <laughs> that's cool but you know this is part of what this is it's a community of sharing thoughts and opinions on what this team and who these players are
1: uh and a real quick uh shout out mike serrano former producer uh now producer at kgw there you go uh, uh, excuse me excuse me super producer Director. Oh, get me. the title
2: right. Technical director.
1: He was actually my producer, I believe. I technically, I think he was our technical director and producer. So.
2: Yeah, and then he fired you, and he went to KGW, and now he's a director. <laughs> so he's moving on up in the world here, Dan. It is.
1: Uh, he he dropped a uh, Sko Cougs for uh, CJLb.
2: Hey, Sko Cougs. Okay, I like that. I didn't know they were doing Sko before the Cougs thing. I I don't know if I, I think he's it just anymore. throwing those two
1: together. To be honest.
2: No, I know, but like I don't think in the evolution of sports fandom, I've hated anything more than Sko
1: swag surfing
2: I whatever it's a song like I can deal with that it's like skudax it's like wh- what yeah. just say go it's yeah. it's a shorter word than what you're saying
1: i just no gross gross <laughs> i hate it I hate it so much uh we will wrap up there uh we will have uh tomorrow yeah tomorrow's a live tomorrow. t- tomorrow's a live show Oh, it's Thursday. Thursday? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, this I this I told you this these next two weeks were going to be rough. It's a lot. <laughs> but much like the players everybody's kinda like, oh god, that all star break, can it get here? Can it get here? And I will say this for those that are still hanging out. Uh, I am having my surgery February 16th, so I will be out for the all-star break. I've got um I've got some surprises. I'll just say that. I've got yeah, some don't, surprises. Don't give it away yeah. yet. Don't I've, got, give some, it away I've yet. got some cool surprises that are I'm gonna have some some stuff that I'm gonna drop while I'm out. So we
2: we will we will be off. For some of that time, but Danny has some stuff like some good content coming mm. your way so you won't be missing anything. And then as soon as this old man heals up and he takes his diaper off, we're going to get back into the podcast. What if I want to
1: wear the diaper season. for longer?
2: You know, what's underrated is the... I, I happen to see gals on this bag, but I was walking to the grocery store, Fred Meyer, the other day and
1: mm-hmm.
2: I happened to walk down the Depends aisle. On oh yeah, the
1: adult front. diapers. Those, number one, those packages are huge. Like I remember like walking by and saying, why is that thing like five feet tall
2: because they're five feet tall diapers but That's like true the amount of swagger those ladies rock those with i i i actually just stood there and looked at them for a minute of like i don't know if i have the confidence yeah like this lady was in a full-on regular t-shirt and she's just in her big diaper and she's just like yeah i'm bad Oh, well, I, I was th- kind of like for a split yeah, second i thought gone. you were
1: talking about somebody in the store was just like diaper out and uh, and, and not like the the add on the
2: no the packaging yeah and i was like no no oregon wow. city's getting weird it's just i mean, mean. I,
1: you go it's a little first, close you hit it incesticator and you might run into that so
2: well we got malala right up the road so <laughs> i was gonna knows,
1: say you, you, know, you don't gotta go too either. far um you don't have to go too far to catch us tomorrow like that little radio transition for you I do like that that's uh, professional right there <laughs> we will be live we will be there on the live show uh brandon and i will figure it out what do you want what, five five thirty six what are you feeling buddy
2: uh let's do
1: five
2: i, okay. I like yeah we'll do let's little, do five.
1: We'll do a little earlier so we'll probably go from like five to six and kind of figure that out uh so we, be be sure you can sure today folks uh be sure you catch us on the uh five o'clock uh live show here You are doing YouTube. so
2: good you were doing so good <laughs> Yeah. you well, just had the professional radio transition and then you were like and if you a bad
1: yeah yeah just that's that's how this works uh, I will get one, and then I will fall on my face. I'm Yusuf Nurkic, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say that and go with it. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. If you haven't already, please help us uh, grow the channel. Subscribe. Click the subscribe button. It is free. If you want to ha- support the community even further, you can join, grow the uh, Jacked Ramsey's Army, as it were, the JRA, patent-pending uh, patent pending, uh we will have the, again the live show tomorrow at 5 on YouTube. Like, rate, review, subscribe. Get us wherever you get podcasts. Share us with your friends. Share us with your families. You can find us on social media at Jack Ramsey's, at Danny Bragg, at Brandon Sprague, or jackramsey's at gmail.com. Uh, everybody is going off on all of the city names. Malala equals molest all y'all, and I've never heard oh, incesticated. No. Yeah, no. those, those, so that, I mean, listen, guys, let, let's just let's everybody come together and realize that Gresham is worse than any other spot.
2: I mean, I grew up in Park Rose. So it's like, I'm not really one to be talking, but I, I'm i still going to talk.
1: <laughs> I just like to continue. I, I've got like a five-year war with Gresham for really no reason other than the fact that our other technical re- director was living in Gresham at the time. And I wanted to just mess with him. So,
2: um. Ooh, Gresham all the way to the studios. That's a rough commute. That's a rough commute. That's a rough commute. Uh, a rough I mean, commute. but
1: the max line did go literally at the far front door. So, yeah, yeah it's not too so bad. Uh, We will catch you guys from the live show. Until then, take care.
4: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality.